Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Banwart. If you don't know me, I own Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California, and I've been coaching for 16 years. We created this podcast with one goal in mind, and that was to make fitness education accessible, engaging, and effective for everyone. Today we have Tanya on. Tanya has been a member with us at Red Wolf for 10 years now, right? At least 10 years, yeah. yeah. I think right around now you joined 10 years ago. I think mm-hmm. it was the fall of 2013. So Crazy. I think, isn't it nuts? We've known each other a long time. It's a long time. This is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, she's been a coach for us. She's coached our kids class and she's also been an awesome member. So we're very excited to have her on. Um, she's also owned a CrossFit gym herself at one point and we'll get into that later in this episode. And she's definitely someone who inspires many women at our gym because she's about to turn 50 this week and she looks incredible. She still looks <laughs> like she's in her late thirties, which is amazing. Um, I know you can't see her on that the podcast very sweet. Right Thank you. <laughs> but no, you, no, you, you really do look amazing. You're set a great example for us Thank you. and uh, I'm so excited to talk to you more. Um, so this is what we'll be chatting about today. We're going to be talking with Tanya about um, just her fitness journey. We're going to kind of learn more about her and what sparked her initial interest in fitness in the first place, how she stays motivated because she is, she was, she is a single mom raising three boys and they're doing extremely well. Um, we're also going to talk about, um, what made her choose Red Wolf CrossFit and, um, she's actually going to debunk a myth that she has about CrossFit that people should stop believing. So without further ado, Tanya, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, Matt. Thank you so much. Um, I'm a fan of the pack mentality, so it's yes, a you pleasure. Yes, you listen to the thank episode, <laughs> so I'm so glad to have you on. I do, and this is a pleasure, so thank you. Yeah, let's dive right in. Okay. If you could coach, let's go say back, like your 30-year-old self on fitness, what would you tell yourself? Okay, so this is so perfect that you ask it now, um, because this week I turned 50. And I know, <laughs> very cool. I'm very excited, and I really feel like with CrossFit, I found the fountain of youth. Like it really mm. has, it keeps me young, keeps me strong. Um, and I've had to evaluate this question being that, you know, at 30, I came in, um, I started CrossFit at like 37 and, um, I, it's a process. I immediately wanted to get good. Like within the first six months, I, I can remember like having a, tantrum at 37 years old because I couldn't get a muscle up and I was six months into CrossFit. So I I had to remember that it's a process. It's not something that comes quickly. Um, There's a lot of skills that you have to learn over time. Right. Um, I also had to learn that no one's looking at you. I felt, you know, really self-conscious walking Mm -hmm. into the gym and I felt like, gosh, I don't know, what if I do something wrong or what if, um, you know, that I might be judged. And I was very nervous that people were going to be looking at me and judging me. Um, but it, that's not the case at all. Everyone's working out at the same time and no one can care less at what you're doing. So um, just kind of thinking that like no one's going to be staring at you and then it's okay to finish last. Mm-hmm. I remember I'd be nervous because I didn't want people waiting for me. I'd be nervous that like I, you know, and yesterday was like a perfect example, like Mm -hmm. where I was one of the last people to finish in class and it's okay to finish last because you need to go at your level and your pace and not be, you know, pushed in a different direction that maybe isn't safe for you. Yeah, no, no, I think those are all excellent points. Thank you for bringing that up. And I think it's really easy for us to fall in this mode of where we're comparing ourselves to others. And really we all have different goals and we all have different ability levels and we're all on different stages of the journey. And I think that, um, 
that, yeah, I think that those are all great points. And, uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what would you tell someone who let's say is a little bit self-conscious about like the gym in general, not just a CrossFit gym, but with just a gym? Um, you know, just to kind of relax and take it at your speed. Um, it helps to kind of make a friend in class, uh, mm-hmm. be friendly, cordial. It, I really do try if I see someone new in class to try and say hello or maybe spark up a conversation just so they feel a little more at ease. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, making a friend and also you can't do something. You can't listen to someone else if you don't trust that person. So you need to trust in your coaches and what they are asking you and telling you to do. And that will help you feel a little more comfortable as well. Absolutely. Great, great answers, Tanya. Anything else you want to say before we move on to our next question? No. Okay, fantastic. So off that same thing, so what sparked your initial interest in fitness in the first place? Oh my gosh. Um, so growing up, you know, I, at a really young age, my dad um, was building a business just similar to you are, mm-hmm. and he wasn't home a lot, but I know the one day that he was home where it's like Sundays, and that's when he would wake up early and take the family dog for a run down the river trail down mm-hmm. in Huntington. So um, I would want to do that with him. So we would go running it was like a couple miles and I just remember how fun that felt how it was very organic how I would try to keep up with him Mm -hmm. and he's not super athletic but he just did it because he needed to he needed to get some kind of fitness in and then also run the family dog so um from a young age I remember that and I remember him always stressing the important importance of health and always saying if you don't have your health you don't have anything and i think that really resonated Mm. with me um and so going on those runs on the river trail i also remember spending a lot of time at a neighbor's house where back in like gosh the 80s like it was it was never big to see a female lift weights and my friend my neighbor's mom had a weight thing like a weight um i don't know weights in her garage and she would lift weights and I thought that was always amazing and she looked in great shape and I was like I want to be like that so looking up to adults Uh um, really made an impact on me that made fitness a priority wow that's that's really cool and yeah I mean that's a huge reason of why I you know work out and I want my kids there to see me working out because I just want them to see what I'm doing and hopefully that inspires them to live a, a healthy lifestyle as well yeah huge that is super important I can tell you as like I my kids are in scouts they were in scouts and um, right now more than ever it's really difficult to find parents that are fit enough to go on the outings that we have really yeah so um, and we need that for the boys they need to have Mm -hmm. people that can hike you know maybe five miles with a backpack on their back and be chaperones to these boys that are mm-hmm. out there. And there's a huge need for that. And I didn't want other people to take on that role. I wanted to be there and I wanted. That's awesome. So that's something that I enjoy doing. And, you know, I, I want to be able to keep up with him. You want to keep up with your kids. I want to keep up with my boys too. So. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to see how that, um, how lo- you looking up to adults has, has influenced you so much at the point where it's like, you know that just by showing your boys that you're doing this, that they, by default, I'm actually like, this is normal and this is what they I'm going to do. Yeah. And yes. then they're like, I'm going to follow suit. So. I hope so. I hope so. I hope it's a good example for them. That's fantastic. So you, um, so I guess kind of going back to that same question is, so we, we kind of talked about what you, it sparked your initial interest in fitness itself, but what about CrossFit specifically? Um, CrossFit so how I got into CrossFit was I was an endurance athlete for years and years. I was a runner 
and um, triathlete. And I remember I hadn't seen a, one of my good friends in a really long time. And we just thought she just dropped off a of running. And mm-hmm. when I ran into her, she just looked amazing. She, her arms especially was what I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. What have you been doing? And she was like, oh, CrossFit, you should come with me. So she invited me um, to come to her gym and they were just doing beach workouts at that time. And I, the energy was amazing. I loved the movements. um, And it kind of, after that, I realized the benefits of being strong and Mm -hmm. kind of realized that I've had accomplished everything I wanted to in the endurance back, you know, field of doing an Ironman and running marathons. And I, I kind of was over that. I had accomplished my goals and there really yeah. wasn't anything else beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't, besides just getting faster. And I found that there were a lot of new goals that I could obtain with CrossFit. Very cool. Um, and so just immediately took to it and just never looked back. And I, it, it does say, like, I didn't like the exposure to the sun being outside. I didn't like the impact on my body that the re- mm-hmm. running did. So CrossFit was indoors and it wasn't quite as much impact as running and Fantastic. Yeah, so you just, good. you just trade it for another, another yeah. one, another, <laughs> another, <goal. laughs> another sport. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. So you are a single mom. Yeah. You, you have three awesome boys who are doing extremely well in life right now. Um, and you know, you've been through a lot. So how do you stay motivated? You clearly work out a lot and you're able to, in, I know you, you've, you've always find a way to get in the gym. So I'm sure a lot of people want to know how you do it. I do. And I've noticed on other podcasts, you have talked about that, like motivation is fleeting. It goes. And yeah, I go through certain times in my life where I'm motivated mostly by a goal that I've set for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But at this point, it's very automatic. My car like almost drives itself here after work. (laughs) When I was part of the 5am class, it was the same thing. I didn't give myself the option. And I knew how important it was to take the time. I don't ask for the time. I never ask for the time. I take it because it's kind of that same scenario that like, you know, you're in an airplane and you know, you need oxygen Mm -hmm. for you and your kids. And you have to put that on yourself first to be able to take care of your kids. And I, and that's what I do for my kids. I stay fit and I do this because of my kids, I never want to be in that position where they have to care for me. I right. want to be that example and I want to be independent. So it definitely looking at them, I I do this for them. I know it takes an hour away from, you know, my time with them a day, but it also gives back to them because I'm gonna be a more present mother. Um, physically and mentally to them. And I can go on these amazing outings with the Boy Scouts and do the things that they want to do, that active boys want to do. And I can be there with them instead of sitting on the sidelines with them. So definitely, hands down, kids motivate me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, you know, I think we we tend to think of fitness strictly as like, oh, I gotta, you know, I have to get healthy just because I have to get healthy, or I have to look good just because, well, I want to look good, and we also we, we forget about all the other benefits from being fit as well. Like, I mean, we we, we set a better example for our families. Mm-hmm. We we keep other people motivated. You know, we we we're in a better mood. You know, where it transfers over to so many other aspects of life, and I think that's often a forgotten aspect of fitness. Absolutely. So everyone, in summary, a foolproof way to stay motivated is find someone who you care about a lot. Then after that, (laughs) step two, there you go. Step two is 
figure out how your success impacts them. And then finally, number three, don't let them down. Yeah, don't let them down, yeah. That's an easy, foolproof way mm -hmm. to stay motivated. And when you put it on how your success in fitness will affect them and benefit them. So there you go. If there you're, you go. If you're, looking, <laughs> if you're looking to get motivated, I mean, if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. Well said. Um, so let's kind of switch gears here. Let's talk about, so you did own a gym. Did. At one point, a CrossFit yes. gym. Uh, tell us about like what was the most unexpected part of owning a gym? I jumped all in. Um, I loved CrossFit so much, and I had partners that I could go in with, and I did. Um, the good expected side is I really never understood that your members become your family. Um, they become everything, and you invest everything you can into your business because you want to see them succeed. Mm -hmm. um, and that was definitely what happened with me. Um, the most, the other downside of it is that, you know, people think that you're going to be working out all the time. Um, and it's actually less. You're working out a so lot true. less. You are. Um, because you're compromising your time to service others, mm -hmm. um, which is what you should. And if you're a good business owner, you have to do that. Uh, but it... Um, it was, I w was open about a year and I didn't expect that it would also take so much of a toll on my kids. Um, when the gym needed me around the most was early morning and then late in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And you know, and you yes, and Caitlin know. know, like that's when the kids need you the most. They're coming home from school. They need help with homework. Um, it was an amazing experience and I'm so glad I can definitely empathize with you and Caitlin and what you're going through. It's mm. not easy. It's not easy. I mean, congratulations, 11 years in next month, right? Uh, yeah. I got yeah. the keys actually in like late September, but wow. we, weren't, we weren't officially open yet. I, I was know. operating illegally actually because oh, I was waiting on permits. <laughs> so I hope the city of <laughs> okay. Huntington Beach does not listen to this, but that was also 11 years either. ago. So I don't think they're going to ding me. <laughs> no, no, but congratulations. It's huge. Gyms shut down all the time. So for you to still be open after 11 years and thriving is a huge deal. So congratulations. It was hard. It was really tough for me, um, but I enjoyed it while it lasted, but I'm not going to do it again. I just come in, I coach the kids class and I get to enjoy the yes, members as yes, well. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. It is not an easy business. I mean, it looks easy on the surface, yeah. um, but then when you get into it and just like how I did, you realize that it does take a toll on, on time, your mental energy, um, and all that stuff, but you know, it's extremely rewarding at the same time. And, you know, I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah, you do a great job at it. Oh, awesome. thank you so much. Thank you. Um, all right, let's, any final thoughts on, you know, owning your own gym or anything else you want to put out there? No, uh, uh, I mean, it's just hard, but it's also rewarding. Like you summed yeah. it up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, now let's talk a little bit about, 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 about more, um, your journey at Red Wolf. So what made you choose Red Wolf over other gyms when you first joined about 10 oh my years gosh. ago? Okay. So coming from, you know, um, the perspective as another gym owner, I was extremely picky. Mm. Um, I had sold my gym. I had to kind of step away from CrossFit for, it was about six months where I just returned to running and I okay. was kind of just trying to deal with the hole in my heart um, that, you know, I had lost my gym, didn't know where I was going to go or how I was going to start back up. Yeah. Um, and I had also lost kind of relationships with that because, you know, my members were at a different gym. Um, so I chose to um, run, and then I started dropping in at different job mm -hmm. at, at different gyms. So between my house, I live in Long Beach, and between my house and Huntington Beach, there's 
probably about 10 different CrossFit gyms that I could have gone to. Um, And so I just started dropping in and none of them really fit what I was looking for. And I was super picky. Um, And when I came into Red Wolf, I immediately noticed right away everything was rogue. Everything was top line equipment. And I was super impressed that you guys had 35 pound bars. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Because back then, you know, most gyms only had 45 pound bars. So they were nice because they were smaller for female hands. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was excited about that. I noticed the females in the classes um, were competitive, but very strong and they had great technique. I remember not being able to do the rx weight Mm -hmm. and then just literally in that first class getting like my butt handed to me because i could not keep up um it was really really difficult and i knew from like that moment i was like wow i'm being challenged looks like they're you know there's the coach is amazing and he's a stickler on technique um i should probably join here. And I did. I came back the next day and I paid for a full year up front, mm-hmm. just like that. So. And you're, guess what? You're still here. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> here. I later, never left. And I met some amazing friends, amazing lifelong friends. Um, had I not come to Red Wolf, like I wouldn't have met Mike, which is a big deal. You yep. know? I've been with him for a while. Um, I wouldn't have, you know, we went to regionals together. You came to my great. wedding. I came to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we went to regionals. You came to my wedding. I won a master's comp at you our did, gym back then. At our then. gym, yes. Um, I've competed with Caitlin many times as, mm-hmm. as her as my partner. I remember baby Caitlin, like yeah, when, she, <laughs> when she was little, she was, when she she was, was a lot little. skinnier. She was, I could put like my hands around her waist like this yeah. with my hands touching. So, um, she's just had an amazing transformation and now it's great to see that role flip. Like I got to coach her, you know, in the very beginning and yep, now she's my coach. So, yeah. Yeah. So coming to CrossFit was, you know, life changing and I'm so glad that I did for sure. Yeah. I can't imagine Red Wolf without you. Definitely integrated yourself into a legendary status at the gym. Oh my so gosh. It's, it's <laughs> That's fantastic. A, a little extra, you. but yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank um, you. What do you think sets Red Wolf apart from other gyms? Um, for sure, the community, the people, mm-hmm. um, the coaches, the dogs, the dogs. <laughs> Rusty and Axel, um, the space, definitely, but the friendships that I've made with um, people at the gym I are unforgettable. Um, you can go to other places and I've dropped in at other gyms. Like what if I travel or somewhere, mm-hmm. I don't like to do it anymore because it's just, it's not the same and right. I'm mm-hmm. kind of picky. Um, but yeah, I think you have a very unique gym and you have a good group, a solid group of people and, um, they're very welcoming. So I think that sets you apart. That's awesome. Sure. You can't create that somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. It's really tough to do, but yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. That means a ton. Absolutely. And let's get into our last few questions. Dang, this was fast. This was good. <laughs> good stuff. Um, so what's, this is the big question here is what is a CrossFit myth that you wish people would stop believing? Oh my gosh. Um, Gosh. You can only choose one. Oh, <laughs> only many. one. Yeah, only oh my one. gosh. So choose um, your biggest one. That to do CrossFit, you have to work out hours and hours and hours a day. Mm. Um, and that, sorry, this is the second one. And that like, <laughs> it's, okay, it, go ahead. That it's really harsh and hard on your body. Mm. Um, I have done like a really good job. I probably in like my 13 years of doing CrossFit has have had like one injury and it's been very slight and it hasn't kept me from still doing CrossFit. Mm. Um, 
you don't, even if you do have an injury, you, you can come into class and you can still work around that. And the coach will help you work around that. Um, so yeah, I, I think that you don't have to be competitive. You don't have to be hardcore all in. You can be just an everyday average person that maybe has never had any background experience in sports whatsoever. And you can come in and feel comfortable and benefit from the classes and lose weight and also get better in other realms of your life. So No, I thank you so much for bringing that up. And what we actually tend to see is people who come to us with no fitness experience whatsoever end up doing fantastic yes. because, you know, they don't have any bad habits to correct. You'd be really surprised when we get even experienced CrossFitters or we'll get people who've done, you know, athletics and then they come in and then we actually have to reteach them everything because they're not doing, I mean, not that they're not athletic, but because they didn't have the greatest coaching beforehand. So mm -hmm. we're, we're spending a lot of time unlearning bad habits first and then reteaching them the, uh, um, I wouldn't say a better way, but sure. a, an efficient way to where it'll benefit them the most. Absolutely. I love that. Like I love being able to build that athlete from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's extremely rewarding well. to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun. So, um, yeah, you, yeah, I think a lot of people, I, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people think that they need to also be in shape yes. before they start CrossFit yes. when they, when they don't realize like, Hey, like it's, it's not about that. Like, I think that, I mean, extremely small percentage of people are competitive regardless mm -hmm. across the whole CrossFit spectrum, even at our gym. Like I know some people look at us and they think that we're super hardcore when 99% of the gym are just normal people work normal nine to fives have kids, have a family, they come in, they get their hour workout done, and they move on with the rest of their day. Definitely. And, yeah. And that's the key. It's only one hour. I'm not there for hours on end. Mm -hmm. And that's the first question people ask me is like, oh my God, you must work out hours on end, or you must never eat carbs. Like, no, absolutely. Like, it's the the opposite of that. I go in and I, <laughs> I work, work out, out one an hour, hour and I eat carbs. Yeah, I eat carbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right. Last question before I wrap things up. So what's a motivational piece of advice that you would give someone who's been avoiding exercise? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so in the begin very beginning of CrossFit, um, I took on this mantra that you know, if I wasn't going to do it for myself, I was going to do it for kids, but they're my kids. Um, but there's also many, many people out there that aren't in the position or have access to a gym like ours mm -hmm. um, or don't have the physical capability and they would do anything to go work out or go be a part of what we have here. Mm -hmm. So I would work out to honor those people that like may be sick or may, um, you know, have other debilitations that like maybe mm -hmm. that they couldn't. So I would take on that mantra. Like, you know, if you don't want to do it for yourself today, then fine, that's fine. Don't do it for yourself. Do it for someone else. Do mm -hmm. it because someone else can't do it right now. Yeah. So I took that on. Um, I worked in like um, skilled nursing facilities as mm -hmm. an occupational therapy for a, for a few years. And if it gave me anything that I learned during that time was um, an appreciation for my health and the ability that I, I can make this a choice. So um, coming in and, you know, seeing people, you know, make poor choices in their life that put them in like a facility for that long, um, mm -hmm. it's a burden on your family. It's a burden on everyone else. So I, I'm, I'm motivated to not be a burden on my family. And this is what I, my daily dose that I do to make sure that I can, you know, not not go to one of those facilities <laughs> yeah. no that, that that's an awesome point and that's the main reason why i work out too is i want to 
keep that nursing home away yes. for as long as possible. Yeah. And I want to be an asset <laughs> and be helpful towards my kids Definitely. in the future. And I don't want them not to worry about taking care of me because yeah. I want them to be worrying about their families, not about me. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, that's extremely well said, Tanya. Thank you so much for coming on today. Mm-hmm. Anything else, any last word you'd like to say before we wrap things up? No, thank you for having me. This was amazing. And no, I is... love what you guys are doing for the gym. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure talking with you and yeah. getting to know your story a little bit more. Alrighty. Oh, I do have something actually. Oh, what? New tradition. What? <laughs> new tradition. Okay. Oh my gosh. I want you to write down a question for the next guest. Oh, okay. For, a ne- for the next member. Okay. So we're not going to reveal the question here on the podcast. We're just going to ask it to the next person. So, I like that. so just write it down, send it to me, and then that will be the final question on my next podcast with our next member. So that's a good challenge. Pretty okay. cool. Huh? I will do that. Right, yes, that is that. cool. I almost forgot. Good thing I put that in my notes. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five star review so we know to make more content just like this. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and please DM questions there or any content suggestions. Suggestions. We're always looking for new topics. So until next time, good luck, have fun. Nailed it. <laughs>